look where we are. Where are we? We are at. We are at our uh, podversary. We it, certainly are. It's been a year. Let's take a look at this. Wow. Let's take a. I'm going to take a look at this. Greetings and meetings. August thirteenth. That was our first episode, but actually it was our third episode because we recorded episodes and we never uploaded them. <gasps> well, Do you remember that? Oh, kind of. Sam, you seem to have such a sharp memory. Do tell. Jeremy, I want to take you back. <gasps> Can you give me some taking you back music or taking yes. you back sound effects? La, da, 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 no, I was just saying, thinking, da, 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 thinking more like time warp. <laughs> Jeremy, it was around this time. Actually, it was not around this time. It was around May uh-huh. of last year. And I met you. Yes. And do you remember what I said? I remember some things you said. I said, hey, you know what we should do? We should start a podcast. I know. After much so- after much socializing and fraternization, it was decided that I thought it would be fun. We yeah. thought it would be fun. And so we did. And it was only months later where I got on a plane like yeah. people used to do. And I took a plane to Kentucky to visit you and to record many episodes. Yes. Of the first chapters of a fairly queer podcast. You were spirited away to ye old country town. Yes. As I sat you down in my sweltering hot apartment. Yes. And we recorded many an episode as we slowly went on the journey of learning how to do a podcast. And let me tell you something. The amount of ums and uhs and the thing is... Oh, the in thing the is, on your part, Sam, I probably, I think my thing is But we've well. gotten so good. I think we have, for the most part, besides that, whatever the thing that makes us love to talk over each other. Well, I think it would be easier if we weren't, if we were next to each other. Yes, then I could give you the, the flaming eye of death, and you wouldn't my talk over eye. me. Because I might be that bitch sometimes. But yeah, so in the sweltering, wonderful Kentucky humidity, we recorded meetings, greetings, mat- uh, musical musings, magic, and how do we queer media? Good. Um, At least four you, episodes. What were your What were your thoughts? What were your hopes, thoughts, expectations when you started this podcast journey? Well. Honestly, I just thought it, it's a nice way to um, uh, kind of formalize a getting-to-know-you process. Yes. Because we kind of became fairy witch camp buddies. We, we spend a goodly amount of time with one another. But the mysteries were very real. I mean, you knew me in a certain sense, and I got to know you, and, you know, we had mutual... Radical fairy friends, and we were involved in uh, similar groups of people because you were from, you used to live in New York City, and I knew a goodly amount of New York City radical fairies. Yeah. But, I, but my thought was, you know, if we put this podcast together, it's just a way of getting this, getting to know one another and the things that are important 
to us and um, the way that we uh, uh, ex express our knowledge and our uh, experiences with these things. So you certainly let I you let me have the I feel like you let me have most of the topic uh, final decision, which I'm very grateful for. It was very and the things that you know, the things that you know a space about to showcase your intelligence. Well, I think we're both intelligent. It's just our um, our experiences and our places in life. I think also differ just enough for uh, for our tones to take on interesting uh, sheens. Now, Jeremy, in yes. the beginning of our podcast journey. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but you had some reservations about my intentions, didn't you? I mean, do you want to go further <laughs> into this, Sam? I do. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Because I think this is important. <clears throat> and this okay. is... Our relationship could have gone a very different direction if it wasn't built on respect and trust and... <clears throat> Um, believing someone when they explain them their intentions and when yeah. they tell you where they're at because yeah. there is a lot of fear associate fear and um and apprehension associated with starting a new relationship especially when someone meets you and they know you from your body of work so why don't you go mm. into detail about that dark dark day where you let me have it and then well, I, let you have I, I, I mean, this is this is this is a friend thing. This is was a getting to know you, t uh, coming around the band. Yeah. So, Sam, what I did not necessarily know or trust about you is that you, you don't really have, uh, you don't really have some deep social strategies. I think you end up being pretty transparent, even even if you don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I had to learn how to trust that we are both pretty similar in that we are pretty transparent people. We have kind of have fairly transparent personalities. Now, we don't do machination or strategization. We don't do reality TV, like multiple personalities very well. Basically, what you hear and see is what you get. Now, I like to be clever. I definitely like to be clever. And I think sometimes I need to watch out that my cleverness or my charming thing or whatever, my own version of having to turn it on as a result of being in show business and being in proximity to people whose on-cameraness or onness can sometimes be befuddling and not useful if they aren't on camera or aren't in the recording studio. So I think you helped me to be more aware of that while I just had to know once and for all. So Sam, you often, you talked about people you know in a way that may have on my crankier, drunker days, just sound like you were name dropping. So I had to be very sure that mm -hmm. you weren't collecting, basically collecting older gay guys to feel some sort of <laughs> validation about yourself. <laughs> and that laugh is a very hot laugh, but also a very knowing laugh. No, I had but to make sure that I funny. wasn't just another, another, 
another person you could name drop to your friend because you're still in your 20s. Well, so here's but here's an interesting thing about what you're saying, because you're right. And um, my I've had people say this about me, not what you're saying about me bef- before, but they've said, like, if you were a different type of person, you would like probably be in L.A. right now, like going to every party, hoping to bump into celebrities because. I feel like maybe I'm giving myself a little bit too much credit, but yeah, it's true. Like there are some famous people that I know and I'm not going to say who they are because you're not going to name drop them all because you don't live in LA. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there are some people that I know that are, are pretty famous and are, I would consider very close friends of mine. Um, and I feel like one of the reasons why our, my relationship with some of these people has been able to flourish is because there is a level of trust and that I don't want, I don't want anything out of them. Like I'm not friends with them because I'm trying to get something yeah. or get somewhere. Yes. And I don't want to like pigeonhole celebrities and say that they all have like similar needs and wants. But I think something about people that are in the public eye is that it is very important for them to have a social circle of people that are not, don't have expectations and um and that's why a lot of celebrities are often i think friends with people that are sort of within their sphere because then there's less well you know what i mean well it is it is it is like a it's like it's like being in a weird club or in like in a in a women's auxiliary and so like the paranoias of people in show business um having a certain uh social imbalance because um the only people who would know them from before this time would be certain friends and family right the people before they got famous or before they got on camera those are their blood family or their chosen family in queer or otherwise circles and those those people are lifelines to i'm going to say it like this I do believe that in long friendships, there is a certain amount of uh, holding of a certain standard. Yeah. Right. When that standard needs adjusted, that that core of the who the person is will inevitably change. But if but it, the further along you choose to keep on going with someone, it's like you like what you know about that person in order for you to feel that you really know them are these things where you appreciate their compassion and their their love and their commitment and their um, ability to weather the disagreements and to weather other people coming in and out of their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? and also and that's a long, honesty and trust. Those are long things. So, like, if you are 30 and some of your closest relationships are 15 years old, you had to weather middle school and high school whether you stayed in touch if you went to college or university, and then when you moved away to other cities for your jobs, can you weather all those things? Do you still have things to connect with? Do you still have things to talk about? So that's so I'm making I'm making a thing of this because like I have a handful of those people. I don't feel like I have a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. And I think that tends to be a thing. So maybe I tend to, well, how this comes to us is I did put you through a, a slight testing phase. Yes, he had me sign a, an NDA as well. 
Lies, Liza Minnelli. Um, but yeah, so that's we did have that conversation. And I, I was, I was pretty quite frank. I said I didn't. You were upset. I, I didn't want to be tested. Um, but you didn't want to be tested, and I you said it wasn't fair, and I conceded that I it wasn't fair. I understood why you were doing it. I think that's the sign of a mature relationship, where it's like I don't like what you're doing. I understand why you're doing it. So let's let's have a conversation, which we did about like our fears and our desires and like what is holding this up. And I'm glad that we did because I think that well, now, a reservation, Sam, a reservation can... that a lot of people have is like, you're saying these things to me, they all sound great. Are you being authentic? Yes. And I think Jeremy and I have both learned about each other that we don't have the ability to not be authentic. <laughs> it's not in right. our DNA. You've managed, you've managed to bring it full circle. And that is the thing. It's like, I feel blessed because I have enough relationships and I really chose, feel this is a good segue. I chose friends who are not in, who are not in showbiz for a lot of, um, for a lot of these topics. For example, my beautiful, lovely shout out to Mark Mason. When I was visiting friends in the late summer and uh, fall last year, which in hindsight was perfect. It's everything I wanted to do. I made that tour money from Amethyst Journey and I wanted to see you. I wanted to see Mark. I wanted to catch up with people who had given me the time of day, looked into my eyes and been like, you're a, you're a, you're a true lovely unicorn soul. And I want to spend time with my lovely unicorn soul friends. So Mark is living that magical life with his new puppy pal. In Oklahoma, but before all of that, when he was just working working his job, living his life in the middle of Oklahoma, and being a queer person, like, that's a beautiful story. And it's a way to reconnect with friends. So this whole podcast was a way for me to kind of mm-hmm. um, um, uh, open the doors to a kind of documentarian aspect, which is for you and me. Yeah. The real first uh, test case. And then while I was moving around, I got to see Sam. I was in Pittsburgh in November. So so I'm trying to see how many times I, I'm looking on the Spotify list. Um, and where I was, where I was during these points, but I didn't stop traveling until South Africa was mm-hmm. over. After I remember, I think we did have December. a podcast while you were while I was in South somewhere. Africa. Yeah, yeah, I think you were in South Africa, and then also right when you got back, that's when we did the episode about the safari with Alaska. So yeah. we've been gone for a long time. Um, I mean, well, we've been going for exactly a year. <laughs> a year, yes. Um, I, I do want to say one more thing about sort of to cap cap off this before we take a little bit of break and come back, because yeah. um, we have a lot of fans that um, enjoy us, enjoy you, but also enjoy drag and enjoy drag queens. Um, and I would say to them and I'd say to everyone uh, in, re- in, in perspective of what we've been talking about is give your your, the people that you know and your friends and your friend group and your family and your chosen family, the time of day that, like, some people give to celebrities, you know? 
I think yeah. that that's important. Like they, 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 those people that you respect and are in your circle, they should be your quote unquote, like c- celebrities. And there's nothing wrong with like appreciating and admiring the art of someone else, but they are, you know, a distant person who is creating work that you enjoy and admire. It is people that are distance. in your, and it's the people in your inner circle that like, those are the people that should touch you the deepest, sometimes literally. Yeah, Sam, you touched me pretty deeply. Yeah, sure did. Maybe I, maybe I touched you. Pretty is that too? Is that too judgy to say? Like, I don't. I'm not no, saying that there's Sam, I agree. We're in revolutionary times. You can support artists and performers that you love, but just know that the people close by you and your quarantine group and in your chosen and otherwise family groups. That's the, that's the, those are the real things. I, this just gets back to what could sound like, um, um, a hard, a hard lesson in some of our lives. And namely mine is just that, um, everybody changes. And in these revolutionary times, um, see people for who they are. Um, it's all, and seeing people for who they are is knowing how to balance seeing the best in someone and seeing the humanity and the frailty and the mistakes that we all make. And, or if you don't like someone's agenda, like I don't even, I find it distasteful mentioning people, but when some Kardashian is literally doing a fundraiser to become the first young billionaire, like that just makes me want to vomit. There are so many people suffering right now, and if and if that's just the game that privileged people are playing right now, like, have we even grown from the Roman Empire? Like, your community is the most important thing. The people who who give you their hearts and for whom you give them yours, and trust and commitment and love and uh, 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 perseverance, like that's the real shit. So I mm. think that's the point. Like, yeah, me and me and Sam, we have our conversations and texts where, you know, I get on his ass about about us dropping our recording schedule and <laughs> and we, we we both we both kind of take turns flubbing. And yeah. like and we both take turns being annoyed at each other, but that's probably a very familial friend like thing rather than be like, Okay, Sam, this is it. We got this. We're just going to flow yeah. through this thing. And that's not real. So, like, if you hear tension and if you hear some good old-fashioned white bitch passive aggression going on because maybe we haven't talked about it, you know you're getting the real thing and not some kind of uh, bullshit on-camera thing. I kind of, as best I can, try to um, out myself if I'm being on and not present. Yes, I understand what you mean. Um, I actually, um, with all the with talking about like dynamics of friendships, especially dynamics and friendships of uh, in in work settings, because yeah, there is an aspect of this that is work because we are recording like a podcast that people are enjoying, um, even though it is also fun. But I was actually watching um, some Ah, uh, which I know that you like, and uh, um, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was an interview. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but yes. Those they were um, uh, Trixie and Katya were talking about like the dynamics of their friendship where they sometimes talk about like how people are like 
oh, like I'm the Trixie and I'm the Ka- and you're the Katya of our relationship. And they were like, well, part of our relationship isn't that like we are like, you know, stroking a stroker's dicks all the time. It's also that like eh. we know we know when we need space. We yeah. like know how much how much and how little we want to interact with each other. And there is an idea, like there's a there's a there's a night there's a set and concrete idea of like expectations, reality, and uh, like the give and take. And I think yeah. that that's why I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to report that one of the reasons why we've been able to continue to do this podcast and continue to be friends is that there is uh, a good balance of expectations, forgiveness, the division of of uh of labor i guess i don't really know what to uh, yeah. say but like it, the, feels, ba- the, it feels balanced the division even it uh, the, the uh, allocation oil. of focuses like sam is the intrepid editor um i and we will we try to have conversations beforehand so that this is not fully improvisational even though i come from a line of both creative work and community where like if it's in the moment, the sparkle of it being in the moment is there. I I find it ironic that after years in academia, semi-improvised uh, performance, improvised semi-improvised music, and uh, semi-improvised conversation has become uh, my my business card in a certain way. So that's. That's very scary, but also like pretty cool. There's a deep, there's a deep like metaphysical trust there. Yes, there is a deep metaphysical trust there. Jeremy, do you want to take yes. a break so we can come right back? Yeah, I'm gonna have a sip of water. Favorite episodes of a fairly queer podcast here a at a fairly queer podcast. Queer podcast. We'll see you in a moment. Bye bye. You buy. Don't know unless you try. A moment planned for you and I. Don't let it be goodbye. We're back. Wow, Sam. What a magical water break we've had. So, you mentioned wanting to talk about some of our favorite. episodes oh my god we have had so many episodes so many wonderful episodes go in deep quick had your episode on velvet rage we had our first guest of oh queer homo we had our uh magic episode where we talked about queer magic musical musings when we talked about your album and a lot of the music you've created oh yeah Um, we had our alaska episode where we were joined by your friend Alaska. And my housemaid. And your housemaid. I am a welfare child, but not exactly. Radical Honesty, where we talked about holding our queer uh, compatriots accountable. Uh-huh. Um, we had Spirituality and Wellness, one of our most popular episodes. Yay. Where we talked about our own journey in self-care and how we relate to spirituality. Um, yeah. And then, of course, COVID happened, and we continued to create award-winning content uh, uh, anxiety and coping. We had Joe Phillips on to talk about his wonderful art. We tried an Instagram yes. live thing, which almost worked. Um, feminine archetypes, when we talked about the relationship between 
drag and the female image yeah. and lots and lots of wonderful, wonderful content. Jeremy, is there a particular episode that stands out as your favorite? Oh my gosh, this is such a load of questions, Sam. Oh, I tend to like my queer history. Mm-hmm. Um, episode. So that's, and I do like the spirituality and wellness one. I mean, this is March 26, 2020. And a month later, I had taken the dive and gone into my sound healing certification. So I think there must have been something around there where I just had to like get fully, I had to fully stand up for my, for like my lifetime path and be like, if people are feeling reson, if people are feeling like they're resonating with the material, then I guess the universe and I are doing something oracular. I'm like that girl in Delphi in the ancient times that used to speak from another place, another cosmic place of consciousness, and it helps people. So I like, I do love the radical honesty though. Radical because honesty is great. Radical honesty. Because the word radical does not mean extremist. It means roots. Radishes. Radici. Radici is Italian for radishes. Oh, I love radishes. Radic. You get to the root of something. And we are so in a bottleneck getting to the root of things. That came out on Justin's birthday, too. Um, Uh I do love talking about and supporting people's sobriety and the real issues of people security blanketing with substances but of course i can always i can talk about music until until the until the extraterrestrials come back mm-hmm. so like we really i think we we've managed to follow our hearts here what about you sam oh Is my goodness Ciders your favorite <laughs> uh, well, it was certainly an interesting one. I really need to get him on the podcast so we can. I met him at the Queerities, and I mean, he, you said he's he was char- nice, he's charming, right? I heard some yeah. other thing. I heard some other things. Um, but he, I think there's things. a diva queer up in there, but who hasn't had a diva queer moment? We've all had our diva queer moments. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. I really enjoyed our um, episode actually on um, the feminine archetype because I personally have a lot of questions about that, which I brought up on the podcast because it's just so kind of, there's like a weird connection between like the female image and uh, uh, being transgender and wanting to adopt some of those archetypes. But also like there's a line between like uh, uh, the conversation about being passable and that you shouldn't have to be passable to be considered a woman or to be considered feminine. So like, I still have a lot of questions about that. It's like an ongoing kind of uh, desire to understand more about what the feminine truly means. So I really enjoyed that episode just because I found it very illuminating. And we did get a lot of good feedback about that in terms of people talking about their own journeys and their own positions on femininity. Um, And of course, I always love when we have guests on. I got to tell you, when we had Alaska on, I was so nervous. Nervous. I was so nervous. Mostly because I had never interviewed anyone before. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, but the, the thing is, such a veteran of, of podcasting oh, yeah. excellence, and and someone who I can I can say with without um, undue uh, bias knows how to come to a professional situation, whether it's their friends or not, and put their best foot forward because they are a what professional. And to a kindly-hearted person who who has many lovely things on yeah. on their heart and mind, a consummate to speak professional. About. Yeah. So when you're dealing with a consummate professional, there ain't gonna be no shenanigans, and there's just gonna be a lovely time, uh-huh. and we and we get into all those wonderful things that are. Being in the Alaska family. And I, I would say, too, that interview really prepared me and gave me, like, kind of a rubric of, like, how to do it in the future. And I feel yeah. like everyone we've done since then has just gotten better since then. Loved the Joe Phillips episode. And was oh, that was lovely. And was so excited to showcase him because I truly feel like a lot of people still aren't familiar with the man behind the artwork because the, iconic the artwork is very good. imagery. Yes. Um, of course, it was wonderful. Knee slapper to have a head on as well. Yes. And having uh, the perspectives from our lovely YouTube friend. Um, Liam, Liam, that was eye opening. Hopefully, we'll have him again. I mean, I you had a lot of put... reservations about that episode. Would you like oh, to? Oh, I had a re- I had reservations it? about what in what in my bad attitude soup was. Okay, we're going to talk to a a younger person whose life may be so heavily um, entwined with the internet um, that it's just going to be all this. Uh, it's going to be all this comeuppance and not, and I was having to either prepare myself to be defensive, which is no good when going into these things or uh, prepare myself just for something that I thought was going to be kind of either confrontational or I'm going to, was going to have to respond with a lot of adulting. You and fully, if you, if you, you if you listen to it, mode. Fully in get off my lawn mode. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that that is a really good way to 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 put it. And I think people don't know me that way, but like part of my like ang- part of the anxiety complex I struggle with is like knowing how to put my experience out there and, and but not like beat anyone over the head with it. And so I was really greatly taught. And again, shout out to Liam. Shout out. They are eloquent. Their experiences in this community was very educational and enlightening to me. And while I, it's not my community, um, it's certainly good to know about the the way the the way that people of the younger generation and people who whose identities and their work or their hobbies mostly center around internet communities how these things all go down like i don't care about reddit i don't care about uh, the comments uh, against someone who's trying to put makeup on because this is what they want to do and they want to put put it on a public forum mm. but Liam was very good at um, explaining the ins and the ins and outs and the sort of 
the the way that you, we have to na navigate ourselves and and make sure that there's some safe space on the interwebs. It was and great. If you guys haven't checked out his YouTube page, he um he actually just made a new uh, video about some of the things he was talking about on our podcast about um sort of the religious aspect of stan culture, which very interesting. Highly, highly recommend giving yeah. it a listen or a watch. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, as we have yes. gone through our wonderful podcast journey, we have had a lot of personal struggles and a lot of things that have happened uh, in the world. Yeah. I specifically remember I'm looking through the list and we had um, an episode on coping with anxiety. Um, we had mm -hmm. an episode on sobri sobriety and substance abuse. Mm -hmm. um, we've had a lot of things which we have either peripherally had to deal with or had to deal with um, ourselves. Like I remember that anxiety episode, we happened to have it right after I had, had gone to the hospital for a panic attack. Yeah. So how has the podcast um, helped you, if it has at all, in terms of a platform for talking about things that are important to you and um have you had people reach out to you to tell you about things in relationship to the podcast through your social media or our um email yes i want to start with the last part i really want to thank everyone from the um intrepid uh committed folks that stop by whenever i or I go on with Sam on the Instagram lives. Mm. Um, if you like that, I'm happy to schedule them regularly. But yes, the 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 responses that I get, especially from those who have been very committed to not just the Alaska and me thread, but the me thread um, about things relating to gender, about things relating to especially mental health issues i you know i want to say first off that while while i do not consider myself a mental health expert um what i feel that i do intuitively is try to ask people questions to create clarity in themselves mm. and i think the way sort of the the witchy way i'm built is that um when i when anyone including me comes from compassion there's a there's a path of like self-forgiveness getting on whatever a program or a um self-discipline of knowing that that's an element in one's life and then you have your community who hopefully you trust to help make informed choices whether you need whether you want to or are considering psych meds or considering different kinds of therapies. I'm reading a book on a, a neuroscience and uh, neuroendocrine immunology and music. So like I'm discovering how my musical skills can be put for men to help um, benefit people's mental health. And that goes into spirituality because spirituality is meant to be all encompassing. Yes. So I thank everyone who's sent their emails describing their scenarios. They come from many continents. They come from South America. They come from Europe. Um, I've had wonderful conversations with my South African friends and those who support us. 
So I love you all. You're all over the world, but in the quantum world, we're all just intermingling, intersparkling particles that go into waveform sometimes. I have had to deal with anxiety. Sam's had to deal with anxiety. Damn right. I have I have depressive chapters sometimes. And the, the biggest way that I work through these things is through my spiritual practices because I come from a family where there's a lot of psych meds rolling around from everything from manic depression and bipolar disorder to schizophrenia. I, I've dealt with this my whole life. So I know you have to find your own way but find your own and your own way that's going to help you feel empowered. Yeah, I think that's a very well put. Um, and we appreciate uh, having the opportunity to have at least some kind of platform to, you know, talk about things honestly and openly. And hopefully, it makes people that might be dealing with some of these heavy issues feel less like they're doing it all by themselves which is extremely important to have a community centered around mental health yes fairly queerly clearly all this we we want this triangulation of clear queer and and fairly now jeremy yes while we have a little bit of time left in this wonderful episode celebrating one year of a fairly queer podcast we have a lot has happened in our lives in the world Mm. since we started true how do you feel like you have changed and how do you feel like the podcast has changed as a result of your continuing your continually changing evolving metamorphosizing self yes all right how do i feel i've changed well i do believe that conversation and dialogue is a practice we have to practice these things yeah you know if i'm to queer mom anyone say like please practice your conversational skills because there's a time for talking and a time for listening unless that 30% is, you know, Sam and I talking over each other, which also happens because you get excited or you don't want to forget something. But especially to people for whom um, having verbal conversations is a source of anxiety, still talk on the phone with people. Mm-hmm. Just practice it. It can be so neutral as to be like everything. Thursday, I want to talk with two friends for 20 minutes. And if there's silence, we recognize the silence. If we intend for silence, if we feel like we're having trouble having things to say, then literally the most important thing in a conversation is questions. Listen to any yeah. good podcast. The, the, the demonstration of ability is not the answers that anyone proposes. It's answers their opinions, their perspectives. It's formulating the right questions for oneself that is going to act as a compass, act as a map for whatever it is in life that's that's challenging us, but also calling to us. So to me, like developing the art and the science of listening 
then responding in kind, knowing when to take deep breaths, knowing when we don't have anything to say and that's okay. Uh So those nuts and bolts. But also it's really good that, you know, there there are things that like even amongst people that I know and love and, and have for a long time that I often wonder if it's too awkward a conversation or too confronting. So the podcast has been a way for me to practice the subjects. I mean, I can talk deep, deep woo at any moment with anyone who's most anyone who's willing as long as it you know as long as we intend for a respectful and open conversation that is i think something that i hold in the community is that the only expectation is that we be open and respectful towards one another because sam and i don't agree you want to listen to any of the spirituality things we're definitely in different quadrants and and mm-hmm, at different yeah. angles. But that doesn't mean we can't say what it is. And that doesn't mean that when we both go to the other side of life, when we drop this rope, that that Sam won't find out that he, he was doing his own quote-unquote spiritual path and that I was doing my own. And that it just had different labels and different names for it. Those are the possibilities. So I think being able to... to um, dialogue with someone who's not quite of the same quote-unquote demographic but with enough of the overlap is very useful it's like talk to your elders talk to people who you love who are a full generation older and younger than you even if it's your six-year-old cousin or your 86-year-old great-aunt you know like there's a perspective there you there's some link and if we ask the right questions again, we'll get it. How about you, Sam? What is um, editing and producing and being and being a seminal part of the the um, actualization of this podcast meant to you and your development? Wow, it's certainly been a journey. Learning how to edit and learning how to Vogue, apparently. Um, watching Jeremy over there make that was my way of kind of being am in this journey because journey is such a word these days. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> uh, well, okay, so I'll give you some specifics, I guess. When I started this podcast, I really thought that like editing had to be this big, gigantic ordeal where I had to like cut out every single pause make everything as tight as possible, cut out every um and uh, and just really tighten the fucking bolts like crazy. And I stopped doing that, really. Partially because we've just gotten better at doing the podcast and the flow has been better. But also because I read online, uh, someone was talking about editing podcasts and how you need to make sure that the work that you're putting into is actually making it better, not just making it different. And what I found is that leaving things sometimes just the way they are, even if they aren't perfect is better. It makes it feel more real and it really, people don't usually notice all the ums and uhs being cut out and all the like little bits of pauses, unless they're like really long pauses being cut out either they just enjoy listening to two people talk about real topics so um yeah editing's definitely gotten a lot easier um i think it's still kind of weird listening to myself talk for extended periods of time while i listen over the episode to make sure that everything is looking good and to this day i'm not sure if anyone's noticed this 
I have still not isolated the pa- the musical pauses and the opening into its own audio file. I always do it from scratch. So I always open up the uh, Jeremy's Meet Me song. I chop out the beginning. I chop out the middle. And I insert them into the podcast. You'd think by this time I would have just taken those things, isolated them so I can just drop them in when I need them. But I have not. So maybe... Going forward, I will finally isolate Experiment those with the format a little, Sam. Maybe. Is, 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 is year two the experimental period? It sure is going to be the experimental period. We're going to stop having conversations, oh. and we're just going to start hitting pots and pans together. A little more ASMR. I will be eating things during Ooh, that's not podcasts. soy sauce in my panties. No, and neither are those potato chips in my mouth, honey. There are other things just as crunchy, like oh Sam's wig. Yeah, crunchy Sam's wig. Sam's one it. and only wig. You know, this wig, it's a real disappointment. Well, it's not the only thing, but oh! Oh, pew, 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 pew. pew. <laughs> yes, we're going to peep you into the future with our yes. fairly queer podcast. Where we speak about queer things fairly and fairly discuss queer and queer-related things. Because we are two fairly queer unicorns. Yes, that's a fairly correct alliteration. Don't you judge me, Sam. Okay, we have to turn this around. We have to turn the beats around. Turn and, the wig um, record, around, record the second different. episode so that we are even more ahead. So I'm going to give us this time for a um, ladies' okay. room break. But thank you for being us with this birth. Thank you for being with us for this birthday, uh, happy birthday podcast celebration. And we'll be back with the next episode, which is on all sorts of weirdo, queerdo things. And if you've been with us since the beginning, thank you for sticking thank with you. us. And thank and you. And thank you, Patreon folks. If you're just joining us now, um, thank you for joining us now. You might want to start from the beginning, though, because <laughs> of yeah. your real I mean, uh, all these episodes are pretty good. And yeah. if you want to let us know further, my Instagram is at Jeremy, uh, handsome Jeremy seven seven seven. My Twitter, which is just kind of elaborates my Instagram, but if you like the Twitter or if you like uh, being a queer thoughty uh, male identified person who likes to send sexy pics, you can do that at Orphic Apollo seven seven seven. Girl, it is a thirsty-ass summer, and I'm just putting it out to the universe that I really appreciate um, special, beautiful photos of uh, queer thoughts. Jeremy right. wants you to meet him in the ladies' room. He'll be back real soon. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Sam, where can people find you to communicate with you on the interwebs? Oh, my goodness. They can find me at NukeMoth. That's N-U-K-E-M-O-T-H at Instagram. I think my Instagram might be private, but if you send me a friend request, I always accept. Um, You can also find me, uh, my leather harnesses at ramshine.com, which redirects you to my Etsy page. Um, And you can buy some wonderful leather strap-ons for your 
uh, strap-on needs if you're above the age of 18. Um, and that's it. That's it. We're going to take a break, and then we're, we're going to record this next one. So we'll see you on the other side of space and time. This is Jeremy. And this is... Sam. Yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> and we'll see you later. We'll see you next time. Bye.